Hey everyone, and welcome to the Panelized Prefab Kit Home Building Show. With me as always is the president and founder of Landmark Home and Land Company, a company which has been helping people build their new homes where they want, exactly as they want, across the nation and worldwide since 1993, Steve Tuma. Steve, how you doing, my friend? Excellent. How are you doing today? Good. Um... I thought today we might hit upon um, the topic of design ideas and uh, just the best, uh, the way to get the best home possible when you when you start out and start thinking about how you want to plan your your home project. Um, for one thing, we're talking. We, we always talk about you know uh, facing windows the right way, things like that. So I'd like to, to get your opinion on you know how best to take advantage of let's say the views around your land. Um, positioning the home itself on the land uh, with windows porches it's uh, porches um things like that so why don't you uh run by some ideas for us and how landmark can help us make that happen yeah well we're very flexible in the the planning processes but i think the point that that needs to be made is you know typically a land will have a focal point um whether it's in a city lot maybe it's just a location it's easy to get somewhere maybe Maybe it's literally a focal point of a mountain range, a river, a, a waterfront situation, or whatever it is. So uh, it's good to take time in the planning phases to make sure that the the value of the lot is achieved. You know, on lakefront or waterfront lots, you're you're probably paying paying a premium compared to a lot without a view. So a lot of people want to take advantage of that, and sometimes people come in and say, "Hey, I've here's the plan that I want." And it's not taking advantage of the view. So we always like to work with people to see what the site is like. What what are you achieving there? Is it just flat land, an ex cornfield in the Midwest? Uh, mm-hmm. Is it a city lot, a fifty by a hundred, where you're pretty restricted on what you can do? But also, what what is a view if you are in an area with mountains or water or trees or sunsets and sunrises, whatever it may be? So we could take advantage of that so that you're in people's enjoyment of the land and the home is improved, but it'll also help in the resale value. And mm-hmm. amazingly, a lot of those things will also affect the energy efficiency. Uh, you know, I, I brought up the sunrise. If if you've got a very strong southern-facing home, it's going to affect um, the way your home's insulated and the heating system. So there's a lot of details that we've got to tie together to to make sure that a house design is proper. It's, it's the comfort, you know, you liking the floor plan, being able to get in your driveway easy, trying to get in your garage easily, and but also the energy efficiency of it as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, there, that's 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 an important thing for people to take a step back, and you know we can help them with that. But to be able to go through and say, hey, what's happening here? And some some people can envision it; others, you know, will will need a little more help. But that's. Uh, that's pretty simple to do in the design phases. We can sort different details out, make suggestions on window sizes, make suggestions where to put porches, where to put garage entries and different details like that so that the, the property flows well. Mm-hmm. It, it it makes it more comfortable to live in. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, I'm sure this has probably happened a few times, maybe a lot of times, I don't know. But what if someone comes to you and says, look... Um, we're, we like to entertain. We want to design a house about around like saying have a big family events, uh, you know, people getting together a lot, or you're, you're the kind of family that likes to barbecue a lot and invite, uh, invite friends over. Um, does, if I were to bring that to Landmark and, and ask you about that, 
um, in basic home design. Is that something you guys would be uh, be willing to give good advice on? Yeah, we could help it. And it, what's interesting is we were working with a family in uh, Hawaii where a lot of their family entertaining was done on the porch. Mm-hmm. So they wanted a huge porch. You know, Hawaii's got some nice weather, so mm-hmm. they're more of an outside situation. Then there's other people where they're going to want a big inside situation. And then also different people are going to live different ways. Some people literally have a table for 15 people. Other people, there's little packs of the family scattered scattered around. So the the formal dining room is kind of, becoming a little bit extinct and taking being taken over by by the great room oh okay so you know some people could be watching tv other people could be sitting to the side other people could be doing certain you know Mm -hmm. getting food ready in the kitchen so there's a a lot of different situations and you know then there's also the classic man cave we're having a lot of people that you know (laughs) have projects or you know some of them have little secondary living rooms in there others have you know, a project car or something that they're working with and it goes. So the the way the family lives, I, I believe, is very important. There's no sense in having a formal living room for eight when you have 15 people and they're scattered around in different hobbies. Or if, if you're in a location where maybe it's more of an outside activity situation, whether it's barbecue outside or, you know, throw the kayaks in the lake and go, go for a, a ride. Mm-hmm. So that that's that's a I think a very important thing because a lot of people come through and go through and say, "Oh, I want a big house. I want four thousand square feet." Well, sometimes a three thousand square foot well designed home is better than a four thousand square foot home. So I think uh, working with people to find out what they're after, what their needs are, what it is that they're particularly looking for in a home and how they're going to use it um, is is very important and you can't always assume that you know a typical husband and wife with two kids is going to live the same as every family that's a husband and wife with two kids mm-hmm. there's different you know just different activities that people take care of different climates kind of dictate different lifestyles mm. and what about when you know we're talking about rooms um uh, like formal dining rooms kind of being something that may disappear in the future. But, but there are some rooms that will always be uh, <laughs> mainstays of a house. One is, of course, the kitchen. And the other one is the uh, bathrooms. And uh, when someone comes to you and says, you know, I'm not quite sure what I'm looking for, but I know kind of what I want to do, like, say, in a big kitchen, or I know how I want my layout of my bathroom, can can uh, people design their own bathroom, kitchen areas, etc. with you guys? Oh, that's definitely the case. You know, they could go to our website, find a plan that they like. And still make adjustments to it. So mm-hmm. we're fully capable of making all the adjustments. And that's the key element because, some, you know, there's dual incomes, people with different schedules, or, hey, everyone's got to leave the house at 8. Mm-hmm. So sometimes taking a house and putting a double sink in the master bedroom or even the secondary bath, or sorry, not a double sink in the bedroom, but a double sink in the bathroom, it, it helps people get in and out. More people are going where the sinks are kind of, secondary and removed from the toilet and the shower so we can break things up so depending on you know people's flow and their their scheduling they they can uh, get it put together a lot more people are getting involved with larger closets you know compared to 1900 uh, modern day people have a lot more clothes so Mm -hmm. we're able to go through and lay the bathrooms out 
so that it's convenient for them. Some people like big showers. They just like to take a big, hot, steamy shower. So we're finding more people are going to the walk-in showers instead of a tub-shower combination unit. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know what's interesting is in the design phase, it's relatively easy to put all those things there. We're just making changes on paper, and we can go through and make sure it ends up in the house. It's a lot better than framing a house up and then doing the change. That's mm. the key element is is doing a paper. And I think you also asked about kitchens. We can do the same thing there. Mm. Some people want simple kitchens. Some people want kitchens, you know, gourmet kitchens. Other people want kitchens with big peninsulas or islands on them where three four people can sit around it becomes kind of entertainment central so all those details can be worked out and we can work with uh customers to draw the plans up show the size of each room so that then when they're getting cabinets or appliances they can go through and say hey we've got space for this or hey we need to add something Mm -hmm. and we we can lay it all out on paper and make sure everything fits so the design phases up front are very important Mm -hmm. to make sure that uh you get the house you want you know you'd uh mentioned in passing uh, anecdotally uh hawaii i have a good friend in hawaii who's in a wheelchair she's a young woman with a, a young family she's got a little boy and um husband and um you know, they just bought a house and had to have it re- retrofitted for her. And let's talk about that in the Americans with Disabilities Act. And uh, are there certain design elements that you guys can help to add? And uh, does it affect the building site overall? And how does Landmark help with that? Yes, it's very interesting because the American uh, with Disabilities Act uh, kind of lays out, ex- you know, details on everything. Mm-hmm. And, and how the house needs to be designed and, and how it can work. And what some sometimes people don't realize is it just doesn't affect the house. It affects the site. Like, let's just say someone had a wheelchair. You know, can they get their vehicle in? Can they get out of the wheelchair in the garage? Can Is there a ramp to get into the house? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of details. It can affect the sinks. Um, and a lot of people generally think that the ADA is is generally a physical handicap like a wheelchair type thing but it could also be a physical handicap in vision mm-hmm. so people can't you know if they can't differentiate colors or shadows as much sometimes there's details that's that are done for uh colorizing uh, uh appliances or certain kitchen items or, or different details so depending upon how deep someone wants to get into it we can do it all a lot of people just say, hey, make it wheelchair friendly. I'm okay now, but, you know, I had an accident from, you know, high school football and it, I'm 70 now. It's kind of catching up to me. I, I might need a walker or something in the future. So some people just say, hey, make it wheelchair friendly or walker friendly. Other people want to, want to get a little deeper into it. Mm-hmm. But that's the key element is understanding that that uh, all this stuff can be done on paper up front making it real easy, and then make sure that you understand the process. But, you know, the ADA, you know, deals with, like, the handicap situations or the disability situations, I should say. But there's also situations in design much similar of hobbies. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone's into, uh, you know, writing music, if someone's into building model airplanes, if someone's into riding their bike, uh, we've had people that are into... Uh, equestrian activities and they need certain tack rooms or accesses or or cleanup areas so just as with the ada just your lifestyle 
mm-hmm. and how that all gets put together is very important as well. And that, that's that's what we're able to help people with. I think people will will see the value in taking the time up front mm-hmm. to make sure that that details like like this are put together. That's interesting what you bring up about things like you had mentioned man caves earlier, or even just uh, TV rooms, home theaters. Nowadays, there's so many different things that just didn't exist uh, 15, 20 years ago. And um, your business has been uh, around longer than 25 years. So I'm sure you've seen a lot of changes in in the sort of uh, uh, overall design that people are asking you to do. Oh, there is. There's a there's a, a big difference. Just to, if you look at people's lifestyles, the home computing, mm-hmm. home offices, home-based businesses, gaming rooms. Mm. You know, the dining rooms go in the way of the gaming room. You right. know, it's better to have a place for the family to sit in comfortable chairs and uh, and play some games together. You know, is a lot of the attitudes, and that's that's the key thing. So yes, trends change, lifestyles change, technology changes, the way people work change. And sometimes people work at home. Sometimes it's two generations of families combining mm-hmm. to be able to afford a nicer home in a better location. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 kind of interesting to to see what's happening. You know, with the economic crunch and you know the economy getting better, and you know just the cycles that it goes through. It's it's interesting to see how how that affects it. The bottom line is, you know, people want a comfortable home that they're proud of. Mm-hmm. So it's, you can still have a simple home and make it comfortable, usable, and enjoyable to be there and also achieve the utility mm-hmm. of of taking care of you and what you need. If you if you have a home office, if you have a you know, if you're someone that has a work truck and you need a bigger garage door to to get the truck in there or whatever it may be. Uh we, we had one person that had a little home based business. They needed a separate little warehouse mm-hmm. in their in their office or, or sorry sorry, off to the side of the garage. So that for their their tax situations, it was a separate little little business. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have people building little in law units and uh, the short term rentals, like Airbnb situations, where they're adding uh, little apartments for in laws, rentals, you know, future place for kids to live after they get out of college. So the economy is kind of uh, adjusting the design of the home, mm-hmm. uh, but it's it can all be put together. That's interesting because I have a friend who's. Uh, started a business and actually built uh, a, a little factory right next to her house. And she and her husband had this separate, but right on the same property. And um, what I found also uh, interesting is what you were saying about sort of, uh, it seems to me like a design can actually bring a family together. They're always talking about, you know, get the kids off of their iPhones and, and get them uh, sort of engaged with the overall family. And, uh, house design, it seems to me, is uh, um, a real good way to do that. <laughs> That's exactly right, and uh, it it can mold the the lifestyle, the flow, and 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 how how the family in, interacts. Mm-hmm. So it's uh you know you have a an eating kitchen, people get together at a certain time to eat, or right. you know there's there's the weekend barbecue or get together. It, it allows people to. Uh, to to engage, mm-hmm. you know, remain human, and st- in, you know, in this electronic world. I was reading something about the kitchen island is becoming the new place. You know, it's where the family gathers. They're just sitting right there in the kitchen, and uh, people are eating as they're standing, as they're walking. <laughs> right, <laughs> everything's changing. It's well, it's it's becoming the the kind of focal point, this mm-hmm. the central point. You know, way back, 
Someone might have sat in a living room and talked. Now, you know, someone's leaving, someone's coming in, someone's, you know, in between something. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> excuse me, it's kind of the crossroad where, where they can do it. And it, you know, um, so that that's what's important. But you bring up the kitchen. A lot of people are eating healthier as well. Mm-hmm. You know, the expense of eating out. And then compared to eating at home, you know, people are able to do it. They're spending a little more time in the kitchen making sure that they get the right food. Right. So. Yeah, that's great. It's it's amazing how uh, the actual design of your home can bring the family together just by the, how you're thinking about where everybody's going to be. Right. Um, let's uh, jump to another subject, and that's uh, ceilings and, and uh, different sort of... I, I'm a fan of cathedral ceilings, and... Um, what are the different um, design methods used for putting in a, let's say, a, a cathedral city, see, excuse me, a cathedral ceiling or something uh, along that line? Well, a lot of the times there's cathedral ceilings, also kind of interchangeably called vaulted ceilings. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's just tall ceilings, you know, right. a tall wall with a flat ceiling, nine, ten, twelve feet tall. Um, there's also tray ceilings, which are kind of an indent into the ceiling so if you had a flat ceiling say in a 12 by 12 room you might have an indent going up six inches or a foot mm-hmm. um say that's 10 by 10 within there mm-hmm. so and people can recess lighting or they just like the effect and and the vaulted ceilings the the key element to this is there's always different ways of doing it uh, you bring up the the vaulted ceiling like say in a chalet type of home which might have a 10 12 pitch roof which is a relatively steep pitch roof mm-hmm. a lot of people don't always understand the the connection of what that means to the pitch of the cathedral on the inside right so you could have a steep pitch roof on the outside and still have a flat ceiling a flat ceiling that's eight feet tall right right you can then go through there put a tray ceiling if you wished or if you want the full cathedral ceiling you could do it in a variety of different ways with a variety of scissor trusses where in some cases the the scissor truss will allow for roughly half of the exterior roof pitch. So a 10-12 exterior roof pitch will give you approximately a 5-12 interior roof pitch mm-hmm. with a scissor truss. But you can also go through and do a parallel cord scissor truss, which will give you a 12-12 or 10-12 pitch outside, 10-12 pitch on the inside. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit easier. Then the other one is a rafter and beam system, which is a little more complicated and can sometimes be uh, more dramatic. So it all really depends on what it is that the people are looking for, budget ranges, and and the desired effect. Mm-hmm. Some people just want a cathedral on the inside that's uh, you know just has a little more volume. Others want a steep, you know, forty-five degree angle going up, so it's really dramatic. They could have big windows to. To look outside, you know, over a mountain range or water, or, or just to let the sunlight in. Mm-hmm. So that that's the important part. And I've I've never done a complete analysis of this, but I think a big expense in the house, at least the structure, is the roof system. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on there. If you've got a lot of ridges and valleys and corners in the home that complicate the roof, it can uh, it can add to the cost. So if someone wants a certain look. You know, like a chalet design, there could be different ways of achieving that to control the cost. And that's what we're able to do is look at this and say, hey, what is it that you're looking at? And let us kind of help you, you know, 
cut into the learning curve. We've we've got a lot of experience, so we could go through and come up with ideas to kind of value engineer and value design the home to make sure that you get what you want at the price that also makes sense. Mm-hmm. You guys are so known for uh, your customer service and being able to answer all these questions, and that's a good thing because this is there's some there's a lot to know <laughs> about designing a home. Oh, when, definitely. When you're deciding to build your own and not uh, and not buy a, a pre-built house, so yeah, it's a good thing uh, Landmark Home and Land Company is around. So, well, the the key to it is taking the time up front mm, right. to to understand what you're doing, pay attention to it, and we can help. We've got the designers, the engineers, the energy code people, the site plan people, the green code people to take this. So, someone doesn't have to be an expert architect; they could just say, you know, this is what I'm envisioning. I'm envisioning a big garage with a workshop at the end. I'm envisioning a kitchen with an island for four people. Mm-hmm. And we could take that concept and put it on paper. That's great. Well, we're about out of time for this episode of the Panelized Prefab Kit Home Building Show. But before we leave, Steve, tell our listeners how best to contact you guys over at Landmark Home and Land Company. Now, the best way is you can just give a call. We have 800-830-9788. You can view our website at lhlc.com. That's basically just the letters for Landmark Home Land Company. So lhlc.com. You can also send an email to Mike at uh, mike at lhlc.com. Or I'm at landmark at lhlc.com. And we're also on Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, YouTube. So uh, we we have a lot of information out there. Well, all right. So for Steve Tuma and myself, thanks for joining us once again, and we will see you next time. Thank you.